I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Andrew McRae. And Andrew, you've got more on the Reserve Bank's review. Uh, Kia ora, Jimmy. Yes, the review of the central bank's monetary policy decisions over the past five years indicates inflation would not be as high now if it had acted sooner. The RBNZ reviews a detailed report card on what the Monetary Policy Committee decided to do, what worked, what could have been done better, and lessons learned. Nona Pelsier has more. The in-house review finds monetary policy decisions were consistent with the data available at the time. It also says the decision to ease monetary policy during the pandemic was warranted, and worst-case economic scenarios were avoided. Among the lessons learned, Chief Economist Paul Conway says the heightened level of inflation could have been lessened by an earlier tightening in monetary policy beginning in 2021. The report, which examines the central bank's decisions over three distinct periods, identifies nine areas for improvement. They relate to policy design, capability building, and better informing the public about monetary policy decisions. Global logistics business Main Freight's first half profit is up two-thirds on the year earlier, with all three divisions and five regions contributing significantly. The transport and warehouse business has reported a net profit of $217 million in the six months ended September, with revenue up 32% to $3 billion. The company will pay an interim dividend of 85 cents, which is up 54% on the year earlier. Managing Director Don Braid says the result is satisfactory and has met its expectations. Our whole philosophy in life is to do a little better each year, and or each week actually, and um, our team are busy doing that. Last year was an exceptional year where we had uh, record volumes, congested supply chains all around the world. Um, however, what it's enabled us to do is to continue to grow the business. And in doing so, uh, we feel confident enough to now invest uh, in, you know, $700 million in developing the network over the next couple of years to, uh, to cater for customers wanting uh, our warehousing and, uh, and logistic services. Main Freight's revenue is up 2% and profit before tax up 11% in the first five weeks of October and into November. Diversified property developer Goodman Property Trust has delivered a strong underlying performance with surging demand for Auckland industrial property. The company's first half profit for the six months ended September is significantly down on the year earlier at $41.1 million in the absence of valuation gains on its portfolio. The year's earlier net profit of uh, $570 million included a near $505 million gain in the value of its portfolio, currently estimated at $4.9 billion. Chief Executive John Dakin says strong commercial occupancy levels are underpinning demand. He says rental growth is leading to a positive balance sheet as the company continues to develop industrial warehousing near its customers. In terms of the portfolio, as I mentioned, it's uh, largely full uh, at 99.6%. Very strong uh, level of leasing activity of 140,000 square metres, again, also evident of the strong demand. And if you went back three or four years ago, that would probably be in the range of fifty to 70,000 square metres. John Dakin says the most pleasing aspect of the interim result is the 7.4% increase in cash earnings. There had been no change to Goodman's current full-year guidance for cash earnings of 4%, reflecting some pressure from higher interest rates. The Financial Ombudsman says consumers are unaware of free and easy financial help when they have a complaint about a financial service. A recent study by the Financial Markets Authority 
Found a third of customers have had problems with their financial provider over the past year, with underperforming investments, unexpected fees and charges, and poor customer services topping the list of complaints. However, just 5% of consumers have ever made a complaint about financial services, while a further 7% wanted to make one but didn't, mostly because they thought it would be too much trouble and not worth the effort. Financial Ombudsman and Chief Executive of Financial Services Complaints, Susan Taylor, says the service is free and designed to be easy for consumers to use. If we do find that something's gone wrong and that breach of the law or unsuitable advice has caused the consumer a financial loss, then we have power to award compensation, in our case up to $350,000 for direct loss. And if we award that compensation, then the provider, the lender or the advisor has to pay it. There's no right of appeal. Susan Taylor says financial service providers are required to include information about the dispute resolution service on consumer contracts and to also tell consumers about when they can make an initial complaint. And time now for the latest from the markets, and we're joined by Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities. So good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good, Tony. Let's kick off with the, the local market. Uh, talk, talk us through some of the major movements. Yeah, well, look, we've um, had a negative lead from offshore in the US market. Um, so the uh, going pretty much on from the midterm elections, investors over there didn't uh, get the sort of red wave that was supposed to come and so investors now really focusing on inflation and we saw the Dow Jones over there down uh, 491 points at 32,513 uh, and so New Zealand uh, off a little bit this morning as well uh, but stocks bucking the trend there Contact Energy up 1 at 7.35 The Warehouse up 3 at $3.05 and Sky TV up 2 at $2.30 um, Quite a few stocks in the red though We've got EBOS down 20 at 37.70 Main freight down six seventy three twenty nine, and Fish and Parkle Healthcare down twelve at nineteen dollars forty. What about some of the early movements across the Tasman? Uh, yeah, also seeing the Aussie market down there. Um, the ASX two hundred down thirty points at six nine eight six. Although we're seeing some stocks up, CSLs up um, three dollars fifty six at two hundred eighty three dollars and six cents. Computer share up two dollars fifteen at twenty eight twenty. And Cochlear up 93 cents at $200.52. Uh, and stocks moving down in Australia, BHP, I mean, it's, it's very early um, after the open of the market, but BHP down 73 cents at $40.47. Macquarie's down 49 at $170.94. And Domino's down 74 cents at $56.59. Tony, the uh, New Zealand dollar, what's it looking like? Um, yeah, so look, we've, we're uh, up slightly against the US dollar at 58.81 cents. Uh, we are down six against the Aussie dollar at 91.43. Um, against the British pound, no change from yesterday at 51.76. Uh, against the euro, uh, we're up one at 58.72. Uh, against Chinese currency, we're down seven. Um, yeah, so that pretty much a bit of a mixed bag across the currencies. Interest rates, oil and gold, please. Uh, yep, the 90-day bill rate is sitting at 4.257%. Uh, the Brent oil spot price is currently sitting at $95.62 uh, per barrel and gold down slightly at $1,706 US dollars per ounce. 
That's Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities and other business news. Biotech firm Bliss Technologies says it continues to battle market uncertainty given economic conditions in many of its markets, particularly the US. The company's reported a smaller first half net loss of uh, in the six months to September at $1.7 million, an improvement of 6% on the year earlier of $1.8 million loss. The revenue is up 10% to $4.3 million as the company continues to focus on improving sales and profitable growth. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Jimmy, that's business. Thanks, Andrew.